to join your service and to be in a service where we are lighting an Advent wreath. I've lit my four Advent candles behind me here. I did that before the service. Um, if it should catch fire during the service, I'm hoping that one of you boys will get very excited and I'll then know by your reaction. Um, yeah, so keep watching just in case, because that could be really exciting. But part of that Advent wreath is to help us on this journey while we are waiting for Jesus to be born at Christmas. And we're now at the point where the wait is almost over. We've lit four candles on that wreath and we're taking another step closer to the manger in Bethlehem. There's only five days to go. And the wait is almost over because vaccines have been approved and been developed against coronavirus. And it's tremendously exciting and just something really to praise God for how much cooperation there has been between researchers and companies sharing information. And in the UK and the US, people are already being vaccinated. And in Belgium, they will start soon as well, which means that this pandemic, these lockdowns, all the frustration and loneliness and sickness and death will be over. And the waiting is almost over. And in the United States, the Electoral College has confirmed that Joe Biden will be the 46th president of the United States. And on January 20th, he will be inaugurated. And for him and his supporters, the wait is almost over. And we've heard read to us from Luke's gospel today. The angel says to Mary, do not be afraid. You will conceive and bear a son and you will name him Jesus. And finally, after centuries, God is the move. God has committed to this course of action and the wait is almost over. Because Mary had heard these prophecies, these comforting words spoken through Isaiah and others, telling of what God will do at some point in the future. We heard them too during Advent. And we've heard about John the Baptist who says, someone's going to come after me who is greater than me, who will baptize the Holy Spirit. And today, on this fourth Sunday in Advent, we hear this passage that tells us, yes, this really is happening now, and this is how it's happening. Now, if you follow the British news, you might have heard that as of today, one third of the population of England has gone into lockdown again. You heard this? Yes, some nods. Um, so there is a new strain of coronavirus that is spreading really quickly, and the government is now saying people mustn't see other households. And travel's been restricted. Um, the Netherlands and Belgium have closed their borders to the UK. And plans have just gone up in smoke. And so some UK newspapers this morning were crying, Christmas is cancelled. Well, Christmas is not cancelled <laughs> because Christmas isn't the family gathering. It isn't the super fancy, complicated meal with loads of stuff that you'd never usually eat. Christmas isn't the hugs of the nieces and nephews or the smiles of the grandchildren. 
Christmas isn't the glue vine on the market with friends. It isn't coming back from the shops all hot and sweaty under layers of wool laden down with bags. It isn't even a carol service or midnight mass. Christmas is when God, in the words of R.S. Thomas, holds in his hand a small globe. Look, he said. The sun looked. Far off, as through water, he saw a scorched land of fierce colour. The light burned there. Crushed buildings cast their shadows. A bright serpent, a river, uncoiled itself, radiant with slime. On a bare hill, a bare tree saddened the sky. Many people held out their thin arms to it, as though waiting for a vanished April to return to its crossed boughs. The sun watched them. Let me go, he said. The sun, far off, as through fairy lights, sees deserted streets, empty shops, all shut. Families disappointed, anxious. Through a high floor window, an exhausted nurse nurses a mug of tea. While 14 floors below, a bus driver's worried family hears their elderly neighbour flicking through TV channels. And God knows. God knows the teenager's frustration, the young parents' ragged nerves, the virologists' and politicians' fears Will this be enough? And it is into this world of frustration, exhaustion, loneliness and fear that God breaks in. So Christmas isn't cancelled. It is into this suffering, lonely, covid -y world that Christmas will come. God will come God for us through the trust and self-giving of Mary. The God who in Christ teaches, heals, comforts and loves. Who gives himself on the cross for us to restore all of us into relationship with him and the one he called Father in the power of the Spirit. And all of this, the incarnation, all of Jesus' ministry, his life, death, resurrection and ascension, is only possible because of this moment that we have heard read to us today. All of what's gone before in the Old Testament and all of what follows afterwards in the New Testament is only possible and only makes sense because of the birth of Jesus. God's plan and Mary's yes. It's like a hinge in history. And in this moment where this birth is announced, we pass from dream to waking.
from imagination to reality. It's because of this moment that everything else makes sense. C.S. Lewis once said, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen. Yes, because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. And it's because of this moment that we begin to see God's plan, God's story for us. 2020 has certainly been a year of ups and downs, of change and uncertainty. But there is one thing in 2020 that is certain, and that is this, that Jesus, the Christ, the incarnate Son of God, will be born for us at Christmas. That is what we're looking forward to. That is what we can be sure of. And the freedom and hope and acceptance that we find in the love of God revealed in Christ Jesus is certain. It is certain. We can trust it. Jesus says, behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears me and opens the door, I will come in and I will dine with them and they with me. God's love is certain. The coming of Christ, his birth for us, is certain. And yet, for many of us, that joy, that peace of Christmas, can feel so elusive. Even this year, I was talking to someone just last week who was saying, even despite all the restrictions that we have on how we can celebrate, she still had such a long to-do list and so much stuff to sort out. And she's not the only one. There's just so much stuff, so much pus-pas, we might say in Dutch, around the Christmas season. And I find myself crying out to God, Lord, let this be the year of all years where we can just let some of that stuff go. The year where we really have a simple Christmas, where we don't obsess with the shoulds and the musts and the oughts, but we just let them go. I wonder what might you like to let go of this Christmas? Because our Father God looks upon us and our world with so much compassion. He sees the painful, thorny parts of our lives, the things that trouble us this time of year. Will you allow him into those this Christmas? In Advent, we prepare our hearts for the coming of Christ. God who makes his home in us. God who takes on our human flesh. God's love of which we can be certain. For Christ Jesus will be born for us this Christmas. May the Holy Spirit help us prepare him room in our hearts. The wait is almost over.